today. Nick Durant. He is, without a doubt, South Africa's most famous sporting coach of all time. He has uh, trained 38 world champions. I don't think that will ever get beaten. Welcome to the studio, Nick Durant. Good morning, D. Good morning to the rest of the team. Uh, I'm proud to say that I'm buying out with the best breakfast team in the history of radio. Oh, I, oh. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Nick. Thank you very much. Now, listen, Nick, it's uh, the end of an era. Uh, you announced last week that uh, you are retiring from the game. Why the retirement now? I always said that when I retire from the sport of the boxing, and I've said it for the last 20 years, I want to be on top of the game. Mm. I don't want to be that old character in a Rocky movie hanging around a gym. And uh, I think I owe it to my family give them back what they gave me 29 years allowing me to do what I love traveling the world leaving home at Opus 4 in the morning pretty much like you training fighters and giving my life to boxing 29 years of my life mm. that's more than half of my life yeah we've outdone any sport in this country with the silverware that boxers have brought back to this country we've had we've had in excess of 150 world champions wow. that are South Africans and won titles abroad and at home mm, mm. I've got a few surprises for you here. That's wonderful. <laughs> make, make sure you brought your head guard and gloves, guys. <laughs> no sucker punches yeah, don't worry. Now, just, just quickly before I get to one of those surprises, I didn't know this about you. At 13 years old, Nick Durant was a bouncer at a nightclub. That was his job at 13 years old. He's gone up to standard five. That was it. Then I was like, hmm, I've learned all the lessons I need. And he bounced. At 13? Were you a big 13-year-old? I was. I think I was 13 but 20 in my head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd always hung around at school with guys that were like five standards ahead of me. Yeah. I was going to school in standard five on a motorbike. What? <laughs> <laughs> so. And then at what age did you buy your first business with your bouncing money? At, at 14. I bought a video shop in Hillbrow on the main stretch in Hillbrow. What? Yeah. I was too young to sign the lease. My mother had to sign the lease on the premises. <laughs> and a video shop was a thriving business at yeah. that time. I saw a market. You know, I'm, I, I think I've done all right in the business world in my life. And uh, I didn't need so to when the Oaks, school. So when the, the video store, when the Oaks didn't rewind their tapes, <laughs> did you murder them? <laughs> no, they had to rewind them themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, 14 years old, you didn't stop there with business. You opened up a few more businesses. Yeah, I got into the rag trade. I opened up a clothing shop and uh, at 22, I had 10 clothing shops. Wow. <laughs> Damn, wow. and you were rolling in it. I was rolling, um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working. I enjoyed counting money. Yeah. Like anybody does, I'm sure. <laughs> but I enjoyed uh, the dividends of, of the hard work. The boxing bug bit and I kept my businesses going for about two years when I first got involved in boxing. And then just one day decided, you know what, this is the love, this is my passion, and this is where I want to be. And there's nothing better in life than that alarm clock going at half past four, quarter, five in the morning, and you get out of bed loving to do what you're going to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know the feeling. I do. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the surprises. Now, whenever I hear you talk about when you are asked to rattle off 
the list of boxes. There's a name that you always mention first, and that is Sugar Boy Malinga. We have him on the line. Good morning, Sugar Boy. Morning. Nick, why is it that you mention Sugar Boy Malinga first in every conversation? Because I think that that's the man that put me in the space to start my entire career. He's the guy that made Nick Durant from the beginning. We won two WBC world titles together. When Sugar won his first world title against Nigel Benn in England, Sugar won the title at the age of 42. I was 10 years his youth as his trainer. Sure. He believed in me as a young guy. He believed in my motivation. He, he listened to me, which is very rare with a fighter that's a lot senior to, 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 to myself. Mm. And uh, we went on to, to bring the biggest glory to this country that's ever been done in boxing history, the WBC world title. He was the first person to bring that title to this country. And of all the belts, that's the big, big, big one. That's, that's the business. That's the Oscar De La Hoya League, the Floyd Mayweather League, the Manny mm. Pacquiao League. The best fighters in the world have won the WBC World Championship. And that elevated me into that, into that space of, of respected trainer. I'll always be forever grateful to the man because he started my career. Powerful words, eh, sugar boy? Hey, thank you very much. Nicky, when, when I started working with him, that man, he is the best trainer I've ever had. He used to wake up early in the morning, half past three, from no wood. Comes to my house in Benoni, uh, four o'clock. He wake me up. He go and let me run. After that, he come, He goes back to Joburg. In the uh, we will meet again in the afternoon. That man, he was the best trainer I ever had in my life because he look after his his boxers. He spent money for his boxers to be perfect when you go to the fight. There is no one. I have been long in the boxing, but. I saw all the trainers. Nick was the best in my life. Thank you for the kind words, Sugar. And I um, will always and forever be appreciative for what you did for me, my man. Yes, thank you, Nick. There is no trainer like you. Sugar boy, you are a South African legend yourself. Thank you very much for jumping on this morning with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tulani Siabonga, Baba. Thank you, Nick. I love you, my man. I love you too, brother. <laughs> shop, shop. <laughs> Wow, we've got your aunt on. Oi. <laughs> Jenny, good morning, Jenny. Nikki, I just want to congratulate you. Boxing are going to miss you unbelievably. You have made us all so very, very proud. You are amazing. That's all I can say, my dear. We are all very, very, very proud of you, and your mum and dad are looking down at you. I'm sure they very are. Thank proud. you. God bless you, Nick. Thanks, Jennifer. Nick, I've got a guy on the line waiting to chat to you. You used to train him from the United States of America. Good morning, Chris the Heat van Heeren. Chris has been the sparring partner with none other than Conor McGregor just this That's week. Right. My head is fine. My head is fine. Uncle Nick taught me well. He taught me how to move my head. So my head is fine. What do you want to say to him? You were in my corner for 17 of my fights, Uncle Nick. And 16 and 1, but we still believe it was 17 and 0 because we never lost that fight in Europe. You believed in me from day one, Uncle Nick. And you were the one man that told me, Chris, you will be a world champion. I wish things were different in, 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 in boxing in South Africa because then I would have still been with you. Now that you retired from being a trainer, Uncle Nick, never will any trainer support what you have achieved in boxing. 
in South Africa. Never. Mm. Sure. Well, Chris, thanks for those kind words, my booty. We travelled many roads together. You won your first two titles as a professional with me. Hopefully I can watch you on the HBO network someday to say, well, that's my youngster that came out of my hands and made me so proud. Mm. Thanks to you, Uncle Nick. I've always been on fire. Sacrifice and discipline, Boyki. That'll take you to the top. Thank you, Uncle Nick. I will never forget that. One of the, while we throw all the big names around here, you coached a boxer. Well, this was the moment. The WBC number one ranked challenger in the world, Philip Heimbondo. Big moment. Floyd Mayweather, a little shit, excuse me. <laughs> Did you know at that time how big Floyd Mayweather was going to be? He was already big. Yeah. He'd already been world champion five years. Did I know how big he'd go on to? After the way he took care of Philip, yes. We thought we got him at the right time. His team were very concerned about Philip's knockout ratio. 30, 31 yeah. fights, 30 knockouts. Yeah. You know, they were concerned about Philip and Doe. And that showed at the press conferences uh, and the weigh-in and everything. They were very concerned about us. They thought uh, that Philip was going to be a, a lot tougher customer than he, than he was on the actual night. And that showed the greatness of Floyd. I mean, three rounds we were in the fight. And then Floyd just turned it, man. He just saw where Philip's mistakes were and he capitalized on those mistakes. And, but you know, today I can say that I've had two fighters in my career that have fought the best pound-for-pound fighters on the planet in the last 20 years, namely Roy Jones Jr. at his peak. He mm. fought Sugar Boy Malinga. Mm. And I can just say that the high, one of the highlights of my career was sharing the ring with the greatest fighter on earth, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And to train a fighter, to get a fighter, to fight those two names, that was for me accolades that just you can't money don't buy nick you know there's uh there's so much to the story you've you've been around the world you've been in the ring with uh, every one of the biggest names in the world you've trained some of the biggest names in the world there must be some incredible moments if you were to look back and pick your biggest highlight of your 29 years what would that be is it even possible Probably the biggest prize moment in the history of my career would be the, the day I was entertained by the great Nelson Mandela for five hours in his home in Arten. Mm. And we just sat there and chatted about various topics. And I felt blessed when I left there. I felt like I'd be in the hands of a god mm. because that, that man just oozed something off him. Yeah. Uh, I felt like a little kid in his presence. Mm-hmm. And uh, that wasn't the first time, I, well, that was the first time I met him. And I'd met him on many other occasions afterwards. And that same oozing came off the guy every time I met him. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I took my son, my oldest son, the one day to meet him. My son was in tears before they even greeted. Sure. And that's what he did to people. Yeah. So, for me, that was probably the proudest moment of my history in boxing. And, that, and boxing gave me the opportunity to meet the great man. Yeah. And then there's the highlights from the, from, from, from the fights, you know. I, I've been one that's done many firsts in the history of boxing in this country. I was the first to produce a WBC world champion in this country. I was the first to initiate a fight between two South Africans for a world title. And sure. since then it's gone on and there's been many titles. I was the first to take two fighters from the same gym and put them in the ring to fight each other for a world championship, a legitimate world championship in the IBF title. Cassius wow. Boy, Malcolm Clarkson, both managed and trained by me. Sure. Um, there's so many firsts and, and, mm. and so many beautiful times. I mean, the last time I looked, I'd been in Vegas 58 times, Darren. Mm. 
Mm. And how many times for boxing? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wants to get married. <laughs> Did you do it? I was Presley wedding. No, I didn't actually. I looked at those. I looked at those rough joints, and I thought, no, 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 this is not the way I want to go out. Um, but but I've been to countries people don't even know exist, man. And yeah. boxing's been. So, I'm so humbled, man. I've travelled the whole world. I've been to every country in the world that I can think of. I've been involved in over 140 world championship fights. It's just been a phenomenal ride of adrenaline and 29 years of bliss. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's been wonderful chatting to you this morning. It's been wonderful getting to know you over the past five, six years. And uh, it, just to, to celebrate the life and times of uh, the greatest boxing coach, nice round of applause this morning for Nick Durant. Thank you, Darren. Lastly, I just, I just want to say thank you to every fighter that I've trained in my history, whether he's been a, a champion or a, or a contender. I want to thank them for the times they gave me and made me who I was because it was a team effort. Mm. And, and, and the last thing I want to say is thank you to my oldest son, Damien, for being there next to my side in so many world title fights. I couldn't have wished in my life for a better cornerman. So, that's power. Nick Durant once yeah. again. Thank you, Nick. Sure. A couple of years back, I was interviewed by Curtis Visa from the Springbank, uh, the first Springbank winning World Cup team. Curtis asked me, Nick, what keeps Nick Durant going? So I answered him with a question. I said to him, Curtis, the day you picked up that trophy, the Ellis Webb trophy in Ellis Park, when you guys won the World Cup, how did that feel? He says it was the best experience of my life. I said, well, f*** you, I did that 10 times a year. 947 <laughs> Breakfast Express.